Welcome to another episode of the By Intent podcast. My guest today is Casey Schwartz. Casey is a founding partner, head of production, and a brewer at Broken Bow Brewery in Tuckahoe, New York. Casey is one of a few women brewers in the state. She earned her BS in biological sciences. She has a minor in biomedical engineering with a focus on neuroscience from Carnegie Mellon. And she has earned, listen to this, an associate's degree in advanced brewing theory from the Siebel Institute of Tech in Chicago. How cool is that? Casey, a very, very warm welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're definitely, you have such a unique profile, one of the most unique guests we've had, and I'm so intrigued to just jump into learning about your incredible career. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a wild ride, but um, definitely a lot of, lots of lessons learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And I think kind of, I'm sure this is the question that comes up for a lot of people when they hear what you're doing, but what, what made you want to become a brewer? So I, uh, as you already mentioned, I love science. Um, I kind of always have. Um, and so there's, there's a lot of science and brewing a lot more than anyone knows until you, uh, kind of not even take a deep dive, but just start learning a little bit more. And you're like, wow, okay. I, I really need to like, kind of understand what's happening and what chemical reactions are happening. And, um, and so uh, as you look further into it, you realize there's really a lot of science to it. And um, the kind of brewery aspect of it, uh, my whole family started it. It was a hobby that turned nutty. Um, <laughs> so my mom finally was like, okay, you guys need to stop buying all this equipment or find a different place to store it. <laughs> so uh, we... We all decided to take the leap. Um, so the brewery is uh, both of my parents, brother, sister, and myself, um, all there all the time, uh, which also makes us a majority women-owned brewery, which is very rare. <laughs> so yeah, that is so phenomenal. Such a cool story, and it, it almost sounds like the perfect intersection between all these incredible skills you have. Because um, I hadn't made the bridge between science and brewing until you said it. And I was like, oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but all these incredible skills that you have and then applying it in such a passionate way for something you guys were doing already. Um, that is so clever. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very interesting. And, and, you know, as a business owner, but also of a brewery, every day is different and every beer is different. And uh, when we come up with new recipes, it really is kind of back to the drawing board and, and you do think of the science of it and you think, okay, well, if I add this ingredient at this time, what's it going to do to the beer? Is it what I want to happen to the beer? And maybe you could add it one point or another point, but what do you really want to get out of it? Um, which I find to be really fun. Um, sometimes you don't do exactly what you want, um, but then you learn from it and, grow and do it differently the next time <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and you know it's so um one of the things you mentioned again is that they you guys are majority woman-owned um that's a rarity and I think female brewers are rarity why what are some of the reasons that it's almost an inaccessible career I don't know if it's the right thing to say but it seems that way for women 
Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's funny because the like original brewers were actually women. And um, I just learned this fun fact that I think is incredible, honestly, Um, that like uh, what you think of as witches with like big pointy hats and cauldrons (laughs) and cats and like all the like, this is a witch, were actually brewers. And all of those things were actually true. And the big pointy hats were so that everyone could spot out like, where's the beer? Okay, I can find the beer. (laughs) And um, the cauldron was what the beer was in and stirring the beer. And it's, I know my mind was blown. (laughs) So um, I I think that that's kind of funny where um, it started as women and then all of a sudden men were kind of irritated, presumably that women were making all the beer. And then they got labeled as witches. And so the, that's the modern day witch, I suppose. But, um, but it's, it, is, it definitely had a, um, a switch where it was more the men that do it. Um, and I think in kind of today's world, it is, it's hard to be a brewer. Um, it is a very physically demanding job. Um, it's lifting 55 pound bags of grain all the time. It's uh, doing a whole bunch of stuff on ladders up and down and up and down and up and down. <laughs> and um, it's, uh, it can be really hot and sweaty and gross. And it is, it's not a glamorous job by any means, um, which is not to say that women can't do it. Women certainly can. Um, but I think that it is a little bit harder to get into it as a woman. Um, and, uh, it's, there's even just kind of the bias of if you are a woman and you work at a brewery, people don't assume that you're the brewer. And so, um, I guess all of those things kind of combine to make it hard to, to kind of start and work your way up and actually brew the beer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's phenomenal. And you guys have been you've been in operation for like eight years, right? You've won yeah. a few awards, you've done amazing things. What do you what do you think makes you personally so resilient? But I think also your bigger brand, right? That that is, you know, your sister, your mom, um, the sort of family magic, but but what makes you so resilient? It sounds tough, it really does. It is. Um, I would say the biggest thing is just thick skin. <laughs> You know, there's uh, there will always be critics and one of them being yourself. Um, And it's sort of how do you take the feedback and kind of filter through it, realize what is real, what is not. And uh, basically, what can you take away from it and learn and grow? Um, But I do think that um, you you have to. you have to just keep going is really it. (laughs) The days are hard, they're long. And uh, there's plenty of um, times that I have kind of felt like, what am I doing in this industry? What am I doing in my job? Um, No one assumes that I'm the brewer. No one even assumes that I am on the production team. And it's sort of like, what am I doing wrong? And so I'm trying to kind of flip it to like, no, I'm doing nothing wrong. (laughs) I'm just doing my job. And that is to brew beer. (laughs) So um, trying to uh, 
kind of, I feel like in, in being resilient, I am trying to, uh, take, take that kind of feedback and, um, sort of flip the conversation. Um, and when someone says, wow, you're the brewer, don't be like, yeah, of course I am. But say like, yeah, what, what do you think I am? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I mean, one of the one of the, the things I was so curious to ask you is like, yeah, what are some of the biases and perceptions? Like if you speak to somebody on the phone, do they assume you're going to be a certain way? You know, I'm sure there's so many biases that come up. And I think about it, it's years of conditioning that we've all had around, you know, what gender roles are supposed to look like and all of that stuff. And I think you're smashing that <laughs> with what you do, which is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, what, you know, what are, what are some of the, the biases that come up for people what have you encountered i mean you name it i've gotten it before i uh i was driving a forklift one time and um this was not anyone at the brewery uh it was actually a um a guy who was dropping something off and the truck driver and he came up next to the forklift as i was driving it and started like moving the forks and i stopped and i was like what, what's happening? <laughs> like, if I were a man, would you be doing this? Cause you wouldn't, you wouldn't even be next to, why are you even by me? Um, so it's, it's stuff like that, um, that is infuriating. <laughs> um, so insane. I mean, he could have gotten hurt. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I, I just, I looked over kind of surprised, like, I don't, I'm surprised that this is happening, let alone what is happening. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I mean, I've gotten that I've, uh, I was actually visiting, um, a bar one time with my husband. He was, I think my boyfriend at the time and his friend. And, um, one of our sales guys said, Hey, this is, uh, Casey, one of the brewers. And the guy looked at my husband and my husband was kind of like, not me and then looked at his friend also a guy and he was like oh not me <laughs> and then finally looked at me and I was like hi I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Casey nice to meet you <laughs> and I mean he was it he was uh mortified that it, <laughs> it got to the third person until he actually found who the brewer was mm-hmm. but it's it's stuff like that that it is it's just kind of an internal bias and and luckily this man was a very nice guy and he apologized profusely but it is you you don't think oh there's a woman who works at a brewery she must be on the production team mm-hmm. and um i think it's really important to change that because it's not that's not true just of beer. I'm sure that's true of construction or of mining or of anything that it's like, well, why do you assume that it's like, if, if she's answering the phone that she can answer all of your questions about whatever office stuff, maybe she can because she's a multifaceted lady. I don't know. Absolutely. But also she might know something else too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I know there's an exercise. I think um, my my husband went through it at work. And it's some sort of a riddle 
that you got to solve. But when you solve it, it shows the bias. Because I think people make an assumption that like the surgeon in that example is a he, like you, people are saying he, he probably. And then you kind of go back and say, nobody said the gender. <laughs> and I think yeah. the data shows that everybody kind of, even, even women. Yeah. And it's that conditioning, you know, so it's the same thing with exactly. men, which yeah. I think is, again, so important to um, just even us having this discussion and, and having these conversations and, you know, putting it out there. Um, and I guess this, you know, it's, it's a big question, but what do you wish there was more of that was supportive for somebody like yourself um, doing something so trailblazing? Um, how can other women support you? I mean, you're laying the foundation for a lot of women who come after, right, to see you as a role model, which is amazing. But, but yeah, what, what do you need more of to support you on this kind of journey? Honestly, I think it's, uh, it's funny you say that because um, I was actually just at a craft brewers conference for New York State, and we had the same conversation uh, for a, a session that was basically all about women in the industry. And it's like, well, what, what do we need to kind of be seen and be heard? And my takeaway was to be seen and heard by men and women. And that's kind of, that's really it. It's, uh, yeah, you can highlight people and you can have a women in beer night and you can do all of these things, which is really great. That's necessary. But the day that someone says like, oh, what did, how'd she come to this recipe? I mean, that's, that'll be the happiest day of my life that it's like, Wow, you actually put she instead of he. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's your point is exactly right that it's it is an it's just a bias and and I do it too. And every time someone says he, I'm like or she or she. We don't know who it is. <laughs> you have to remind yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I I think that's the biggest help is just um, to try and find the bias and change it in your own mind and in others. Um, but, uh, I, I don't want to be treated different. I want women to be brewers and not just to be a thing and not be like super exciting. And, um, for now it is, and I try and leverage it and get my name out and try and say like, Hey, there are women brewers. So that's important to do, but I think at the end of the day, if it kind of becomes commonplace, just as normal as it is that a man is a brewer, a woman can be too. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is, you know, it's another tough question, um, a tough one to answer. But do you think you're you're living your purpose in in the work you're doing, um, or a part of it, or it's helping you to fulfill your purpose? I think so. Um, I feel like, um, I feel like, I guess maybe pre COVID, uh, there was a lot of like, okay, how do we get growth? How do we figure this out? What are we going to do? And basically COVID hit and we obviously did all the things that we were supposed to do, but it was like, come hell or high water, we are not going bankrupt. We are not going to shut our doors. We will do anything. Um, And that was delivering beer. And it was me being eight months pregnant, delivering beer because 
that yeah. sale was necessary yeah. and yeah. that's just what we were going to do. And, um, I feel like through all of the struggle, we actually, uh, we, and I kind of found the rhythm that we needed. And, um, actually through the self-made class, I, I kind of, I've been just putting myself out there in ways that I don't even know why I am, <laughs> but I'm like, Hey, maybe, maybe this will do something good for someone. Um, and it's, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, we're still in COVID obviously, but it's like, how do you just tooth and nail fight and just keep doing that every single day? And I feel like kind of through that, I am, I am fulfilling my passion and my dream and all of the things that I want to be doing and the example that I want to set. And, um, and I, I think that that's in kind of a sad way, the like everyday struggle is making me find that, but <laughs> maybe, maybe one day it won't be as big of a struggle and I'll still be fulfilling everything. But <laughs> yeah, true. I, I think, you know, in, in every industry, for every job, there's, there's a different sort of um, challenge or a flip side to even the good stuff. It's just, that's life. <laughs> Exactly. You know, it's, yeah, I haven't found the golden ticket yet. Uh, or, or, you know, when you do, uh, you let me know. <laughs> I will. I, I definitely will. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I gosh, I, I cannot even start to think about the impact of COVID on so many businesses. Um, yeah. yeah. Has it just made you guys also rethink um, the business and, and everything, right? How, how you even do business for the Every future. Every single thing. I mean, we, we started out with beer. Uh, we're a brewery. We sell beer. <laughs> I mean, that was, uh, we didn't even have an ice machine because it was like, well, we don't need ice with yeah. beer. So yeah. like if people want water, we have tap water. That's good. Yeah. And, and here we are today, a year later, we have wine on tap. We have slushies, both non-alcoholic for kids and alcoholic for bigger kids. <laughs> um, and it's like all these different things. We're uh, going to be launching a seltzer and a non-alcoholic brand. And so it's, again, it's like, just figure it out. I don't know how, I don't know what we're going to do. And that's, that's what we do. We figure it out. And so, yeah, the whole business changed and it's, uh, it has been hard, but it really has been uh, very interesting to figure out, like, how deep can you go and you gotta every day gut check and say, okay, am I really in this because I have to be <laughs> the answer is yes, I am or yes, I am. <laughs> so I love you better that. enjoy it. <laughs> Daily gut check. That is that's yeah, yes. that's great advice. It really is. Um, and, I, and I think on kind of that note, what, um, what advice would you give to, um, you know, a new generation of women who want to become brewers like you, or just a new generation of women who um, want to start businesses, possibly maybe on the periphery, a little bit of the outlier sort of industries? Um, yeah, what, what would you tell them? What are the, like, the top three things, if, you know, you had a minute, you're like, yeah, this is what I'm going to give to you. <laughs> Hold on to this, yeah. So I would say the top thing is to know, know what you're doing inside and out. And 
recognize that you're still not going to know it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, if you are prepared and you've researched and you really know, then you'll, you'll be able to get through. Um, but it is, uh, starting a business is hard. Um, being in an industry that is, uh, not female dominant as a female is hard. Um, and you do, you do have to have thick skin for all of it. Uh, even if you are a bakery owner and you want to start a bakery, people will not like your stuff. People will try and fight you on this or that, or a neon open sign. And you're like, what does this have to do with anything? And all of a sudden it, it's a whole week of your life that you're fighting someone over. (laughs) And it's stuff like that, that you just, you don't foresee. And you have to know that you're not going to foresee it, but Mm -hmm. if you are prepared, you will absolutely be better off. Um, And, you know, owning a business is a lot of people management. It's uh, you can know beer or whatever you're trying to do inside and out. You can know everything about it. And if you don't manage people well, it's not going to go well. Mm -hmm. And um, social skills, uh, that's it's a very important thing. And um, I, I think that those are kind of the couple pieces of advice that it's uh you just have to keep your focus you have to be determined you have to have those daily gut checks and keep saying yes I want to and you can't kind of be half in half out because it's uh when you start a business it's it's a baby of yours it really is you see it from the very first moment of maybe I want to start this you see all the good all the bad and then some and you have to keep wanting to do it Mm, yeah I I love that and I I love the gut check idea that's so cool I think I'm going to start implementing that that's such a such a great way to reconnect to kind of like your truth every day which is is so awesome um so i think kind of um you know going towards wrapping us up i have like one final um quick fire round of questions fun questions um but is there anything else you know being here having this opportunity that you'd like to share or you'd want to talk about um and and then kind of following that up with you know where people can reach you and that sort of thing Sure. Yeah. So, um, people can find me at Gris case on Instagram, G R I S T K A S E. Um, it's uh, a grist case is actually a piece of equipment at a brewery. Um, it holds basically grain before you brew. Um, so I, uh, I spent a week of my life trying to figure that out. <laughs> it was a lot of chatter around the brewery on what my Instagram name is going to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I love a good um, backstory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all my friends are like, I have no idea what a Chris case is, but I guess I'll follow you. <laughs> Um, so, uh, you can find me there. Uh, you can find the brewery at Broken Boat Brewery. Um, and uh yeah we have a lot of cool stuff releasing like i mentioned before we have a seltzer coming out a non-alcoholic um we have a whole bunch of new beers uh our stinger honey ale uh lucy sour strawberry wheat which is a super popular one um and i don't know all of our seasonals are 
kind of coming out um, and got some uh, cool stuff. I, on my Instagram, I try and put uh, kind of production related stuff. So if you're interested in beer or don't know anything about beer, <laughs> are interested in learning about beer, <laughs> that's a good place to find stuff. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. And I, I will link, you know, all your details in the description as well. So perfect. everyone can have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for anyone in New York, we do have a tasting room. Uh, it is open. We have a ton of outdoor seating um, and uh, that's in Westchester. And then we actually do ship to, I think, seven or eight different states. That's great to know as well. That's awesome. And it's so cool that, you know, through this sort of challenging time, this has just opened up a whole array of new stuff for you guys so I'm um, really excited to kind of see um, see the future for you guys really really cool yeah. and um, yeah kind of so the last few questions are, are, are fun <laughs> or they should be somewhat fun um, it's quick fire so the shortest kind of answer you could get right sure. um, and you know pretty simple so um, one what is your favorite type of beer sours okay um, what's your favorite food to pair with beer oh anything food <laughs> I love any and all food <laughs> I, I love food I can I can relate <laughs> like yeah. as as calm I think I'm cool yeah. calm and mirrors <laughs> um if you hadn't become a brewer what would you have become oh uh I have no idea I've never even thought about that <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing <laughs> that is a great thing that is a great thing <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I could tell you what I was not going to become, but <laughs> but I never had that thought of what else should I become. <laughs> that, that is a lesson in itself. I love that. That's awesome. And then the last one, it's a bit of a tough one to answer in, in a short answer, but what is like, what's the next trend of the future of beer? Like, where is it heading? Ooh, um. I would say probably non-alcoholic, which is kind of funny because it's a sidestep <laughs> from beer. But <laughs> I think that there's going to be a, a health craze of people who like beer but don't actually want all the alcohol from from all the COVID alcohol <laughs> consumed. Yeah. So I think it's going to be non-alcoholic. That is so interesting. Couldn't couldn't have predicted that a few years ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to circle back again yeah yeah no that's really awesome um Casey thank you so much for being here and I think sharing your story so authentically I really think it'll inspire somebody who's trying to do something difficult um you know something that that you know women don't often dare to do because the systems have not been set up for them so um such a truly inspiring story thank you thanks for helping to share my story and for asking wonderful questions. Those those were really, really insightful. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And to everybody who's watching and listening, be sure to like, subscribe, and all the details will be linked. And I will catch you on our next episode. So thanks for being here and bye for now.